Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July 20th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. Overall, today has been a good day. It's Thursday, so you know, vibes are good. Uh, I will say, though... I don't know, I had this, like, kind of, like, streak throughout the day of just kind of, like, either feeling, like, anxious or, like, I don't know, just kind of, like, a bleh feeling, but it, sometimes I've realized, like, organization can sometimes help in a, in a lot of these kind of moments where I was anxious about, a, like, a couple of things, but, you know, one thing was, like, money, and I just realized, like, Isaiah, like, you, you do have a calendar, like, you can check and then look, and then do your little math thing. I know you don't love math, but you can figure this out. And I literally just took another glance at the calendar, realized I had fretted about this like last weekend. And I'm like, okay, just relax. So uh, I, don't, I don't know. For me, I feel like a pro tip is always like, hey, try to be as organized as you can. Uh, you know, every little bit helps. And it can definitely kind of clamp down on maybe some confusion or anxiety sometimes and and i'll take whatever little bit of help i can get (laughs) uh but that being said yeah today was good can't say i've eaten too much sadly man at this point i really i miss treats i've realized that i really miss candy i miss just eating whatever the fuck i want like I, i i still do i still eat my things in terms of like my one big meal a day and you know on the weekends i cut loose a little but you know, this this whole cut back, scale back thing has really just not been cute. And I think the worst thing is, you know, I'm having the, the typical woes or issues where you hop on a scale, kind of expecting to get some reward for your effort, and it's the same thing. And it's like, man. But I, I, I do remind myself that like some of the, the choices I've kind of been making recently are more lifestyle based than anything else. Like, I just don't want to gain weight. And I think that at least what I'm doing is stopping that. So I'm trying to remind myself of that. Like the the grand master plan is hopefully still going off without a hitch. You know what I mean? Got to give myself some flowers where I can. And that I am proud of myself for um, just saying, hey, I'm going to cut these things out. And so far, I've, I've really held to that, and I feel good about that. You know, and that, that's, a, that's a W. Not to say that it'll feel like a setback if I decide to eat a bag of M&Ms, but hopefully when I do that, I'll be at a place that I'm like, wow, I've really made some progress. I'll allow myself this little extra little treat. But, you know, we're not there yet, and hopefully, you know, I, I can keep this going, and uh, I guess that's a bit of a, an update on, on that. My, uh, my, I don't want to say weight loss journey. That feels so fucking whack. That's, that's some biggest loser-ass shit, and I'm not one of them. <laughs> not that I have any beef with, you know, uh, anyone who's been on that show, or that, that kind of, like, idea of, like, yeah, I really want to make a big, dramatic, radical change, and then they go for it, you know? Like, no, by all means, do those kind of things. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting in the weeds and we're just starting. But um, speaking of weeds, I'm going to go ahead and do my classic startup. And then I'm going to get into some like, I hate to say it, but we're going to, this is a hardcore episode a little bit. It's a little bit. Um, but we're going to get through it. We're going to march along. All right.
All right. From BBC News, Manipur, India outrage after women paraded naked in violence hit state. So uh, I definitely want to put a trigger warning up top. Uh, You're going to be talking about subject of, you know, sexual assault, you know, abuse. Uh, Sally, you know, got to get into this in the top of this episode. Um but a woman showing two women being paraded naked by a mob in the northeastern state of Manipur hit by violent ethnic clashes has sparked outrage in India. Police say they have opened a case of gang rape and arrested a man, adding that others will be held soon. On Thursday, Parliament session in Delhi was disrupted as lawmakers demanded a debate on the issue. Uh, Prime Minister Narendra Modi also said the incident had shamed India and that no guilty will be spared. I assure the nation the law will take its course with all its might. What happened with the daughters of Manipur can never be forgiven. Um, Those are strong words and, uh, you know, obviously appreciate the sentiment. Sentiment? There is. But... Um, something I didn't cover with Narendra Modi because it just isn't big news. I'm I'm less on covering like big visits for real unless it's like Biden because I'm an American, you know. But um, you know, he came to the White House. He was doing his shit. You know, I think he like taught Biden some yoga or some shit. I don't fucking know. Uh, you know, they they did some glad handing. But on May fourth is when this shit happened. So like. I'm very well sure and certain that this had already been a known issue and a known thing, but it wasn't until the video was released and went viral that, oh, now we have to do something. Now we need to actually act. And now you're getting the this um, speech about the daughters of India, or the daughters of Manipur. And I don't know, Narendra Modi, it's hard for me to, I guess, put into words, and I don't want to get off the in the rail, you know, in the weeds, off the rails here, but he's not my guy. I have tomatoes for this man, <laughs> but now's not the time to throw him. Uh, at the end of the day, though, I feel like this is just a very bad systematic issue, and it, it, it does get into um, ethnic clashes between uh, two groups, the majority Mitai group. And the uh, Kuki tribal groups. Now the um, Mitai groups, they are the majority. And that was like more or less the men in that group, in that party, you know, that was doing all this fucking depraved fucking shit. And it was the women, these Kuki women, who were being abused. Now... I believe there was also another woman who was off camera that was like forced to strip, I believe, that that's alleged. Also, that this video had taken place after they had already burned down this kooky village and had beaten two men. I believe a teenager and then also like a middle-aged man. So... I mean, this is just, it's so much, and this is more or less just been, was going to be something that was just not going to be a big deal until it became a big deal. Now, obviously, as an American, as a black man, I've seen this happen in my country a lot in terms of just like how, oh, 
you'll see an act of violence against a minority group. And unless it gets recorded and blown up on Twitter or something, then sometimes it just doesn't get covered. Like, or, and, and literally the perpetrators don't get arrested. Things of that nature. So this didn't feel too abstract to me, sadly. But just the level of depravity was just really sad. Obviously, this is just one instance of it. Um, at least 130 people have died and 60,000 people have been displaced by you know this kind of violence uh, so i mean it's just it's it's a bit too little it's a bit too late in terms of you know seeing this government reaction obviously well, you take what you can get but um just a really sad state of affairs something i i saw and i wanted to talk about wanted to cover um but yeah we can move on to some other stuff honestly the the rest of this episode and i, I think another thing too is uh, something I want to kind of talk about is I, I realize the theme of this episode is it's it's all international stories and all protests because, like I said, it was people actually getting out and saying, yo, this is wrong. This is fucked up. Like, we are standing in solidarity against this. And then the government's now saying, like, OK, yeah, we'll arrest these people. And, uh, you know, the rest of these articles are more or less just about protests kind of going on in the Middle East. So let's go ahead and get into these. Uh, protesters storm Swedish embassy in Iraq over Quran burning plan. Iraq, um, Iraqi security, um, sorry, I'm getting a little space. Iraqi security forces dispersed hundreds of demonstrators who stormed the main gates of the Swedish embassy in the Iraqi capital of Baghdad in response to police in Stockholm sanctioning another planned burning of the Muslim holy book, the Quran. Videos posted on social media showed a large number of protesters inside the Swedish embassy's perimeter as well as black smoke and fire coming from the building. Security forces armed with electric batons chased protesters and used water cannons to disperse them and put out the fire. A security source told CNN. Oh, excuse me. Now, in the process of this, uh, several journalists were, were covering the protest. They were also detained by security forces, and at least one was beaten. Obviously, that's fucked. That's fucked. That's no good. Uh, you know, as someone who at one point was an aspiring journalist, I'm always like, look. I feel very uneasy whenever I see a country do something to journalists, you know, to try to stop journalism. Now, you could say he's the moment, da 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 blah, 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 but like it is almost every single time you know who's a journalist and who isn't. It's not, it's not a like matter of like, oh, maybe they're an agent or an operative. Like, no, dude, you know what journalism is. You want to suppress it. That's what you're doing. Uh, that, that's just always the vibe. It's always a feel for me. So I'm always like, that's that's an ick. That's a bad thing. Don't do that. But in terms of the reason for why the protests were happening, that that's where this gets this puts me in in a situation where I'm like, man, this is where it feels icky. It feels sticky. Um, I understand that this was a response to the uh, a demonstration, quote unquote. Um, I'm trying to think if I can find the person. Here we go. The planned protest in Sweden, which more or less was the spark of the protest that took place in Iraq over the Swedish embassy, which also I have to add, too, that no one was, um, 
uh, hurt in terms of like anyone from the Swedish embassy. They weren't hurt. Uh, the embassy, like a portion, like a portion of it, I think was burned. Um, you know, but then at that point, I think people had realized, okay, we made our point. Plus, these guys got fucking stun batons. Like this is fucking a Resident Evil game. Motherfuckers, are Chris Redfield just fucking hitting motherfuckers up. So they, they they got pushed back, and you know, message kind of was received, but. The reason for the season here, the planned protest in Sweden took place later on Thursday outside the Iraqi embassy in Stockholm. It was organized by Salwan Momika, an Iraqi national in Sweden who burned a copy of the, of the Quran outside a mosque in Stockholm last month during the Muslim holiday of Eid al-Ahada in a solo that sparked outrage in Iraq and around the world. Ultimately, no Qurans were burned during Thursday's protest, according to videos seen by CNN. But footage showed two protesters kicking and partially destroying a Quran, and Momika stepping on a Quran and polishing his shoes with a picture of the Iraqi flag. Um... Now, this is where I get upset, really upset, because at the end of the day, I get the idea of maybe like, look, you're a dissident. You you came from Iraq and you feel away. You're upset. You're, you're anti. Cool, 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 cool. But like, what part of your protest is making any kind of real change? Like, you're doing that punk for being punk's sake, and I hate that shit. That shit fucking stinks to me. It doesn't do the world any good. Like, what is your message? What is your delivery? Like, ah, I'm just a guy. Like, fuck this shit. <laughs> like, you're literally the fucking Calvin peeing on X thing meme. Like, I don't need that shit. It's useless to me. So, the idea of doing this... And, like, well, oh, I provoked a response. I'm making a conversation. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just it's not worth it to me. And do I support, like, the idea of, like, running into an embassy and trying to, like, burn it down? Like, no, I don't. I, I Especially, too, because what does that prove? What does that do? It doesn't do anything. But I do get the guttural response of, like, look, like, this country, Sweden, is allowing this to happen. Now, Sweden's response, their, their counter is, like, look... We don't approve this shit. We do not want Quran burnings. We don't support that. But we do support the act of pub like uh, an organized gathering. Like you're allowed to have a public gathering. And that's what he asked for and that's what he got. So, you know, once again, to, to draw reference to another Western country, America, where I fucking live. The KKK, these fucking Klansmen, they are allowed, if they go through the right and proper channels, to, like, schedule a rally in, in the fucking, like, you know, downtown city, and they are allowed to get away and do that. Does that make me happy? No, it fucking doesn't. It makes me very fucking upset, but at the end of the day, I do get how it is allowed. I understand how this fucking shit works. I also understand, though, that that has a cause and effect. And and granted, you know, in the situation where we're talking about, like, the KKK or, like, neo-Nazis or whatever, they want that shit. They want a reaction. For this guy, this this Momini guy, I, I don't... I, I guess maybe he wants that kind of fucking... But it's just, like, why do you want people to potentially get hurt? Why do you want that kind of violence? Like, what are you doing? What is the message that you're trying to send? Like, I'm all for protest. We, we stand that kind of shit if it's for a reason that actually does something positive. 
Um, if not, get the fuck out of here with that shit. You know, boo. Tomato, tomato to fucking tomato, bro. Uh, I really don't feel like I have anything else to add on this. Um, nope. We can just keep rolling along. There's more to talk about. Um, from NPR. Iran's morality police return in a new campaign to impose Islamic dress on women. Now, we haven't done much of an update since the death of Masa Amini. Um, you know, the protests have been going on. They do actually have a stat here that um, definitely, like, you know, bummed me the fuck out. But the protests largely died down earlier this year following a heavy crackdown in which over 500 protesters were killed and nearly 20,000 detained. But many women continue to flaunt the official dress code, especially in the capital of Tehran and other countries. So, um, you know, the morality police are more or less making a comeback. Um, You know, they're back in a big way, sadly. Um, Really, this isn't surprising in terms of just like I've been listening, you know, They've been saying, like, look, this shit is just on pause in terms of, like, you know, the morality police. But we are still maintaining our beliefs. Like, you know, the clerics have been saying this and more or less are just saying, okay, cool. Now we're we're finally back in the habit. Let's get these guys out here to, you know, start correcting behaviors. And essentially they're saying, hey, you know, first is going to be a warning or a notification. And then you're going to, you know, go back to detaining people. Um, Obviously, once again... This is it's something that I understand that I have a very Western mindset and I get it. It's like you can easily say, well, you don't understand. Look, I get it. Like from a religious perspective, I want people to have their religion, be able to like, you know, have that. That's important. But like when your religion starts in, in like enforcing on other people, that's just fucked up. That's just no good. It, it makes me sad and I'm always going to be against it. So, um. You know, obviously, I'm glad that there are still people protesting and still fighting, but like the clampdown is just so severe. It's so intense. Uh, it's very disheartening, you know? And to know that these, you know, this, you know, morality police is going to be back and forth, it, it, it just, it, it's disheartening. It makes me, you know, sad to know that probably the cycle is just going to continue on again. Um, Let's see here. Something else I wanted to read from this article. Late Saturday, police arrested Mohammed Sadiqi, a young and relatively unknown actor, in a raid on his home that he appears to have broadcast on social media. Earlier, he had pro- he had posted a video in response to another online video showing a woman being detained by the morality police. Believe me. If I see such a scene, I might commit murder. And essentially for that, they said, dude, we are fucking breaking your door down. So, you know, they'll probably say, hey, he made a threat against the state or whatever. And, you know, who knows what they're going to do with that, you know, in terms of like sensing. Um, it, it, like, it just bumps me out, man. I don't know. It, I, I get it. Like, I definitely don't ever want to step on anyone's toes when it comes to religion or anything like that. But like. When you have a government trying to regulate their own people like that, it just, it, 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 it that shit does break my heart. That shit is a fucking bummer. So I, I just always feel like the least I can do is talk about it. You know, maybe I don't, I don't give the best coverage on it, obviously, but 
you know, it's the least I can do is at least say, you know, hey, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to talk about it. Um, so you get to hear about it on your drive to work or, you know, over the dinner table or whatever. I don't know. I don't know when you listen to me. Uh, let me know. That'd be cool. I always like knowing that, like, hey, I listen to you on my way to work. Like, that's just fucking dope, bro. Um, all right. We have one. Oh, sorry. Uh, we have one more thing to cover. Yet again, more protesting Middle East, Afghanistan this time. It's going to be from Al Jazeera. But before we get to it, it's break time. It's break time. <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> that will not be making the album, sorry. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Deep breaths. <clears throat> Work, food, freedom. Afghan women protest beauty parlor ban. Now, this is something that I feel like I've been kind of hearing about via like BBC, but kind of just like in the um, Iran situation, like, look, we're rolling it out. This is happening. Like, yeah, we let you know. But here it is. Boom, boom, boom. Um, security forces in Kabul, in Kabul, I know how to pronounce that. God damn it. Have been dispersed, have dispersed a demonstration by dozens of women protesting against a Taliban order to shut down beauty parlors. The latest curb to squeeze them out of public life. Security forces used fire hose. Fire hoses, tasers, and shot their guns into the air to break up the protest in the Afghan capital on Wednesday. I listened to some of this, like I listened to a clip, and it was so fucked. Like, literally, you just have, you know, a group of people, they're protesting, and you just have, like, you just hear screams, and, and you hear the water, and... The taser part, that was something I, you know, had to read because I didn't, like, actually view the video. But, like, you could hear the shotgun fire. And I'm like, oh, my God, are they shooting people? And it's like, no, they are shooting into the air. But you have to understand, like, look, you came out to protest. And it's literally, like, they're saying, like, look, these people didn't even see us. They didn't even want to listen to us. We came out here to, like, to say what we wanted to say and like potentially negotiate that they they didn't want that at all like that was not their intention at all it was just straight up to suppress us and um you know it, it is just you know another ongoing battle that has been going on in afghanistan you know obviously since you know the taliban have taken power you know they definitely said at the top of it like look we are not gonna be you know, your daddy's Taliban. We're not your granddaddy's Taliban, okay? You know, we're not doing that 90s shit. We're different. But surely, like, less than months went by that it's like, no, like, clearly you guys are trying to roll the shit back. And, you know, here we fucking are where it's literally the idea saying, hey, these beauty salons, they are just against Islamic Sharia. Like, it is against our law. You can't do this. And, you know, the idea of like, you know, once again, we're talking about, I, I, I kind of breeze through it, but essentially the hijab law is what, you know, the morality police were trying to enforce here. 
and in the Iran situation, it's also here in the F, in the um, situation in Kabul with the salons. Essentially, you're saying like, hey, you guys want to have wigs, hair extensions, eyelashes. Like th- these are all things that are against what we believe. You can't have it. And not to mention, it is a financial burden when it comes to weddings. It's just a financial burden on poor families in general. We, we, we are outlawing this. We are banning it. But it is yet again another ban on Afghan women who, like, they need this livelihood. They need this job. Just like anyone in the world. Like, you have to work to live. And in the situation where they're literally saying, like, hey, you're not allowed to work. Like, just go back home. And it's like, but I am the breadwinner of my family. Like, what are you, what are you saying? Like, in, in situations where a husband may, might be disabled, is not able to work, if uh, there's no husband there like what what are you talking about i have to work to provide for my family what am i going to do now like we've talked about this before where it's like at least i believe we have like i know it's 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 been a little bit but they essentially cut women from being able to work in non-government organization ngos you know so you you can't even do un work to disperse food and it's like well what do you mean so like that means only men are going to be handling this food and it's only going to be who they say are going to get it like Whereas, meanwhile, there are literally women here who are like no families who have networks here who can also be helpful. And it's like, no, you can't stay home. And it's like, this is the kind of shit that is so repressive to me where it's like, I get it. I, I do not want to step once again on in, in the toes of a religion. I understand. But it, like you are suppressing people's right to life. Like, you can't do that shit. That's just not okay. And when people come out to say, look, we are not okay with this as people. Like, we, they aren't being violent. They aren't fucking burning anything. They aren't doing anything. And you meet them with such violence and aggression? No. Like, that's not okay. Like, <laughs> like I, I know that not every protest is going to be a black and white thing. But, like, I'm definitely going to try to talk about as many of them as I fucking can. Because I, I, that's usually where the fucking issues are. You know what I mean? That's usually where the shit that we need to be talking about having, like, real fucking discourse over. You feel me? Um, not to belittle or besmirch anything. I mean, look, we can talk about this shit all day till we're blue in the face. That, that's what this shit is about. Shit, I'm just a podcaster. That's what I'm trying to do for a living. <laughs> but uh, that's that's really all I got for today. Uh, let's see here. I got to show for a little bit. Quick second. Hot minute. Uh, Isaiah News 1. At, no, wait, no. Uh, oh Jesus! Oh man, I'm freezing up here. Um, let's start with the Gmail. No. Oh no, I'm really just spaced out. Oh no, oh no, the break got me finally. Isaiah News One at Gmail.com. That's how you hit me up for feedback. Uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, all the socials. Those are there. Um, I say a news Patreon. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna, I guess I got to look up my own Patreon. Man, I can't believe I'm this fried. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, those are free ways to hit me up. Um, let's see if this loads. Oh my gosh. Patreon.com says Isaiah News. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. What a flub. Hey, look, I'm not a I'm not a perfect person. But if you subscribe to my Patreon, you become a newsy. And, um, yeah, that's a thing. I shout you out. I'll say your name on the podcast. And, um, yeah, those are all things. Patreon.com says Isaiah News. Jeez, old Pete's. Man, what an L. What an L. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.